it's not different. <laughs> it's not. Everybody wants to make it different. It's not different. Like, it's just a matter of, like I told our team today, we've been getting better throughout the year. Each and every week we've gotten better. We just have to stay on that track. Keep getting better. Keep playing sound. Keep playing relentless. Play clean football if we do that. And that's all that matters, right? We focus on playing good, good football. It doesn't matter that it's the playoffs. The game doesn't change. We're back with Trista, Ryan, and Nick on BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Well, D'Amico Ryan's the game may not change because it's still football, but the uh, the stakes are a little bit higher. So if you have that attitude, though, that's good for the Texans. And really, let's be honest with ourselves, guys. They got they got nothing to lose. You're playing with house money. The Texans have gone so far above anybody's expectations this year. I would even argue, and they wouldn't say it publicly, within the building, I would say they probably exceeded like realistic expectations for themselves. Oh, yeah. But that's what can make a team very dangerous is, yeah, we're not supposed to be here. Let's just go out and play the way that we played. Yeah, C.J. Stroud operating like it's uh, just his backyard, and he's indoors. There's no weather. He's got his guy, Nico Collins, who's been absolutely electric. I'm a little worried to take any of his props because the Browns' pass defense has been pretty good, mm-hmm. and Nico Collins did not have a good game the last time they played. I don't think any receivers had uh, good games against the Browns um, for the Texans. Yeah, but it's been awesome, like an awesome season for him because, remember, we thought this was going to take a couple of years. Jacksonville obviously like didn't live up to expectations, but remember D'Amico Ryans? Every coach that gets hired in Houston, you're thinking like they have a two- to three-year lifespan. Remember he got like what was it, five or six years guaranteed? Mm-hmm. Yep. So we thought it was going to be a little bit of a rebuild. And then a lot of people criticized because they got their two guys right away. Remember, they moved up for Stroud and Will Anderson. Because mm-hmm. I think really they wanted to take Will Anderson. But you have to go quarterback number one, ego kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so uh, people ripped it, and they got it right. I know C.J. Stroud isn't the best test taker, but, man, he's <laughs> awesome. And I really want to bet the Texans, especially if we get back to three. But the matchup, I just don't really like the matchup. I love C.J. Stroud. He's great against zone defense and against cover three, but he's not really good against man, and the Browns play the highest rate of man. And like you said, Trista, like, if they had a couple guys that could take the top off of defense, because on standard downs, I think they're going to get shut down by the Browns. I know the Browns are like a little bit better at home, a lot better at home than they are on the road defensively, but I don't know. Like, with all the injuries, if they had Tank Dell in this game, right? you know, because I think that that's the way that you could take advantage of the Browns, deep shots down the field, and they just don't really have a burner. And maybe it's just because, you know, we're talking about no C.J. Stroud, and it was Case Keenum and Davis Mills, but right. it was like 200-and-something yards, passing yards. Devin Singletary didn't have a good game. We only had nine carries. Dalton Schultz was the big guy in terms of receptions. He had eight receptions and 61 yards. But other than that, Nico Collins, four receptions for 18 yards. Devin Singletary, three for 19. Noah Brown, three for 38. And Brevin Jordan, two for 27. So big tight end game. I'd be very curious to see if that's the game plan with a guy like C.J. Stroud instead of, you know, less capable quarterbacks like Davis Mills and Case Keenum who are probably going underneath a lot more. Yeah. You played the over in this game. You guys all played the over in this game? I did. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like indoors it was 36-22 and there was no C.J. Stroud. I feel like C.J. Stroud will be able to put up a little bit more of a fight than they did. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, like, you saw what Amari Cooper just did. What was that, two weeks ago, three yep. weeks ago? Yeah, he had 260. Oh, th- he had, what do you have? 11 grabs, 262, 265. two touchdowns. Yeah. Yep, and, and two, gra- and two TDs. going to air it out, guys. Yeah. My, <laughs> He's just going to throw the hell out of the football. My favorite bet on the board is really Amari Cooper, 120 yards receiving. Um, that's plus 485. I don't know why that number is what it is, but I've decided that my – my new strategy in the NFL season is like almost over. But this is my strategy 
moving forward. And if you guys remind me, maybe next season, that'd be great. And NBA would be good, too. Is you just take, like, alternate, a little bit alternate lower numbers or the minus 110 numbers for 90% of the parlay, and then just choose one player that you're confident that it's going to go off. Mm -hmm. And that'll turn a parlay that's normally plus 1,200 into a parlay that's, like, plus 4,500. That one key piece between Amari Cooper at 70. It's two and a half yards or whatever it is yeah. to 120 mm-hmm. is the difference between 12 to 1 and 45 yep. to 1. That that five, 50 yards, and I know that's crazy, but he had 265 yards last time. Well, it makes sense. You're taking something that's like, what, plus 425 by itself? 485. Or 485. So, yeah, you drop that into a parlay. That's going to skyrocket everything. When Changes normally, everything. Normally, it's the minus 110 numbers or minus 200 if you're taking mm-hmm. some of those alternates or wherever you go. All right, so the Texans are two-point dogs at home. The Chiefs are four-and-a-half-point favorites at home. The Bills are 10-point favorites against the Steelers at home. Cowboys, a touchdown favorite against the Packers. Lions, a field goal favorite against the Rams. And the Bucks are uh, three-point dogs at home Monday night against the Eagles. Out of all of those home teams, who in your eyes is most likely to be upset this weekend? The easiest one for me feels like Tampa because if you look at it on paper, obviously Philadelphia is a better team. You think maybe they're healthy enough. They get things together. Playoffs, clean slate, fresh start. Tampa really shouldn't be in the playoffs. They won the division. That's that's the easy one. But I'm kind of starting to worry about the Bills a little bit more. Yeah, like if it's going to be a snowy, sloppy game, mm-hmm. Josh Allen starts turning the ball over a bunch. That's, I know that's a big number, but you got Mike Tomlin out there coaching a team that's really overachieving. They run the hell out of the football. They play smart football. They disrupt Josh Allen, even without T.J. Watt. At, the Bills are a team we don't know what we're going to get week by week. If he maybe took the Bucks out of it, you almost kind of feel like even with that big number, the Bills are in line to maybe just... Only because it'd be their own self-inflicted wounds, not that it would be like... The Steelers going out there and putting up 35 in the snow. To me, it's it's very simply the Lions. Uh, I think the Rams are the most dangerous team left in the playoffs that aren't the contender contenders, right? The teams that have the buys, the teams that are playing with great momentum. I mean, what the Rams have is a complete a complete core of weapons, right? You've got Tyler Higby, who's been there forever. Cooper Cup came back from injury, and he looks really good. Puka Nakua came out of absolutely nowhere as a rookie. Kyron Williams, I don't think anyone expected him to do this either. And we know, and we've heard this before from folks who cover the Rams, is really that the running game has opened everything up for Sean McVay to do all the trickery that he's so you know known for. So I think it's the Rams. I think the Rams to win the NFC. I took it 20-1 uh, to 1 already. I took it again this morning. I just like the number. I think the path is great. And then it sets up for a divisional rivalry in the NFC title game, I think, you know, for for Rams Niners. Yeah, so, okay, with with Tampa Bay, now that we're back at three, even at three, I want to fade the Eagles. I just don't think this is the opportunity. I just don't trust Todd Bowles and a beat-up Baker Mayfield. I know how bad that defense is. I just feel like this is a really good buy-low spot, actually, on the Eagles. And to be honest, I really wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles went into Dallas and beat the Cowboys. As, as bad as they're trending right now. I'm not I'm not really sold on the Cowboys. And I'm with you on the Rams, though. Like, especially because we know the Rams' pass defense isn't great, but you still have Aaron Donald. You can still get after the quarterback a little bit. And all of a sudden, like, the last eight weeks of the season, they're top ten against the run. Um, and, really quickly about Bucks, to just yeah. your point, because I didn't have a chance to it kind of accentuate what you were saying, is the last time we saw the Bucks play the Eagles, it was on Thursday Night Football. We were here in this room, and the Buccaneers got absolutely mollywopped. And yeah. I know it's a different team. I know there's injuries, and the defense is much worse, et cetera, et cetera. But this offense for the Bucks right now is a little shaky. We saw them put up, what, nine points? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if Baker Mayfield's fully healthy, it's just, I don't, 
I don't trust them. But but again, like I won't be shocked if the Eagles lose. Look at the way See, that they're that's training right now. That's what makes right it now. so yeah. difficult. It's like you yeah. don't trust the Eagles right now either. Pass defense is terrible. I still like their defensive line. And then offensively, like they're moving at like a snail's pace. Jalen walks up to the line of scrimmage, snaps the ball with like two seconds left. I mean, what we're figuring out, if you go back two years ago, remember when the offense completely flipped was when Shane Steichen took over play calling. Yep. Because when Nick Sirianni was calling plays, it was a disaster. That's why I won't be shocked if Nick Sirianni loses his job. If they lose if they lose that game to Tampa, he could get fired. I mean, dude, you have, like, Matt Patricia is bad. I thought it was just, like, Matt Patricia can't coach offense. He can't coach defense either when Bill Belichick isn't there <laughs> or Steve Belichick. So, yeah, that one I'm not sold on. Um, I'm with you on the Rams, and the reason I think they're so dangerous in the NFC is just because San Francisco's a nightmare matchup for everybody, but the one way that you could attack them is by throwing the ball down the field. And Matthew Stafford, Puka, Tutu, uh, who hasn't really done much, but, I mean, Puka. You know. Had a couple of good weeks here and there. What scares me a little bit, though, is, like, if you shut Demarcus down. Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson. Mm-hmm. If you shut down Kyron Williams in their run game and you make them one-dimensional and you have Nick Bosa and Chase Young, or even with Detroit, you know, with Hutchinson, they're really good getting after the quarterback. That's the only thing that scares me a little bit in the matchup is that the Lions are pretty good against the run. So if they completely take out top Kyron five. Williams. I mean, that's a top five run defense You right know there. Matthew Stafford is sensitive to pressure, mm-hmm. and that's when he could turn the ball over a little bit. But I'm with you on the Rams. I bet them. But for me, I'm going to actually, I'll go, uh, I'll be contrarian here. And you know what? I ended up betting the Dolphins at four and a half. Did you really? Everybody's going to make the case against the Dolphins because they're a warm weather team. Looks like the weather right now is going to be five below at Arrowhead. God. I know they're minus 91 this season against playoff teams. They've only beat one playoff team. It was the Cowboys. They beat them by, what, one point? Uh, they have no pass rushers left, no Phillips, no Chubb. Now Van Ginkle's out. You're calling, like, the corpse of Mel- Melvin Ingram up from a practice squad. Justin Houston's out Ju- there Justin now. Houston, who's, what, like 36 years I, old? Yeah. But the Chiefs are dead last in run-stop win rate, and you have Mike McDaniels. That's his bread and butter, former run game coordinator for San Francisco. And the Chiefs are also 28th in EPA per rush. And so you could run the ball, man. And Miami has a top 10 offensive line running the ball, even with all those injuries. Now they're finally fully healthy on the offensive line. They're third in rushing efficiency. And Looks like Raheem Mostert's going to be back. I think I think he plays, and I think uh, Jalen Waddle plays. I know Tyreek's dinged. He's in a walking boot. He's going to play, he'll be yeah, fine. I saw that on Hard Knocks, and I was like, ooh, that's, that's bad. And everybody's going to talk about Tua and how bad he's been the last couple weeks, including myself. And he's really bad when he's under pressure. When Tua throws from a clean pocket, he's the number one quarterback in the league by most metrics. When he's under pressure, he's outside the top 20. He's like Zach Wilson bad. But like the way that you get after Tua is you get natural pressure. When he's blitzed against the blitz, which Spags loves to do, Kansas City's blitzing at the seventh highest rate, Tua's graded the number one quarterback against the blitz. Mm. So I actually kind of like Miami in this game. I think they're going to beat Even Kansas with the State. Weather. Even with the weather. Like, you like the Mostert Chiefs- attempts? Or what would, what would be your favorite running back prop? Which player and, and which metric? Um, I might go just like anytime touchdown with both backs. A-Chan and Mostert. Both of them, yeah. I kind of like A-Chan a little bit better in this matchup, though. I do think that they're going to be able to run the ball against Kansas City. And if you blitz Tua and they run those like little crosser routes, I think he gets rid of the ball quickly, under 2.5 seconds. I think they're going to be able to move the ball. Problem is, though, are you going to get any sort of pass rush against Kansas City? Their offensive line, even though they're down compared to where they've been like the last four years, still pretty good. Mahomes in the playoffs is going to use his legs a Why little bit more. Why would they just more. stack the box, though? Knowing yeah. that Tua and the weather's bad, and then they can get after the quarterback. Quick throws. Yeah. Tyreek, just little crossers. Jalen Waddle, I think, will be healthy enough. They're going to shoot him up for this game. You could use your tight ends Tore a little bit off. in this game. Yeah, man. I mean, everybody's going to bet against them. And just the, the style of defense that the Chiefs play. They're so aggressive. Trent McDuffie, they use that corner blitz a lot. I just, I think Tua, if he gets rid of the ball quickly, could have some success here.
And uh, I want that number to keep climbing, too. I didn't think we were going to get to four and a half. Is this the game of the week for you? No, no. Game of the week. Um, I'm, I'm with you on the Rams. Yeah, I'm That's with you on the That's going to be Rams. the most exciting game. And the first half under an Eagles box. I would bet that now at 21 and a half. Yeah, I bet that already. You know, one thing I noticed with all of this... There are very few teams that we all have, like, significant confidence in this weekend. Like, just as a team. Maybe the Rams and yeah. the Browns. Yeah. And that's it. It's wide open this year, man. It, it really, really is. It's BetMGM Tonight.